Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. This is Harry Butthole Podcast. It's a podcast based on the popular Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Youngmi Mayer. Each week, I discuss a sad story or topic, uh, trying to make myself cry, and then I uh, try to make myself laugh while I'm crying so that hair grows out of my butt. That's the gist of the podcast. Hopefully, some of you are listening and crying and laughing at the same time, and we can all have hairy buttholes together. Somebody left a really nice comment saying that they did cry listening to an episode last the the episode last week, but I don't think they said that they laugh. So, doing the work, making strangers cry on the internet—that's what I do. Um, this week, I'm going to talk about a topic that I get a lot of questions about, and I'm sort of just gonna fly by the seat of my pants like I usually do. I didn't really like sit down and think about it. I'm just going to tell you just off off the cuff how I feel about this. The topic is dating as a single mom who is also Asian and biracial because <laughs> I'm throwing that in there because I think uh, a lot of the stuff that I like to talk about obviously has to do with me being Asian or biracial and my uh, racial identity. And I think this topic in particular is interesting to me because it falls in the under the umbrella of things that you don't really hear about Asian people talking about stereotypically, right? Like you, I, I mean, it's so it's so hard to talk about subverting stereotypes because there's such a big world of content now. And you know, there's a bunch of like young Asian people doing shit that no one's ever done. And if you're, you know, we might not be seeing that if, you know, you're not in those groups, but it is, I guess it is a subversion of that sort of stereotype. And I mean, it's like something that you just don't really hear a lot of Asian people talking about, but Maybe they do. Like I said, maybe there's like a huge TikTok creator with like 10 million followers that's just just being a single mom that's Asian. Who knows? But um, the other thing about how Asian, the Asian identity plays into that is I do get a lot of comments from people. Once I got some random person just commenting, hmm, Asian divorce mom. You never see that or something like that. So I guess I guess for some people it is very it's very unusual sounding. Um before I get into what what my thoughts are on being a single mom, uh and by the way, I'm going to be specifically focusing on dating. I think I already said that, but I forgot. Um dating as a single mom, I want to say that a lot of <laughs> This is just fun. This is just like a funny little story to kick off the episode. A lot of single Asian moms reach out to me because, again, you know, I I guess it's unusual. And they, you know, a lot of the messages I get are very heartwarming. And they're like, oh, thank you for saying this. I feel like less alone. And I love messages like that. And I love 
you know, being open about my struggle so that other people going through the same thing will feel comfortable. But then years ago, I think when I first started doing a lot of content online, this very chaotic single Asian divorce mom reached out to me and I love her so much. And then she like sort of disappeared. I think she got busy with her life, but she like sent me this long DM and she was like, just so you know, like I'm divorced. I have two kids. I think she was like a little older. She was like in her forties at the time, but she was, you know, hot and banging like a lot of Asian (laughs) moms are. And she was like, I love your content because you talk about like fucking people and dating. And that's like what I'm doing. And then for months, this (laughs) this woman would like send me detailed, detailed descriptions about her sexcapades. And I'm saying and I'm saying that because I feel like that's what you have to call it when you're in your 40s and you're a single mom. Sexcapades. And. I was just like, dang, you are crushing. Like she was crushing the D. Like I forgot. I'm not going to, even if I remember it, I wouldn't say, but she lived in like a city that wasn't like a coastal city, like somewhere in the middle, but like a pretty big city. And I was like, you are crushing the D in this city. You are the, the Asian MILF that your parents warn you about when you're a kid. Um, nobody, nobody's uh, husband, son, uncle, brother was safe from this woman. She was, you know, she was really going at it. And, I, you know, I'm proud of her. And she is the representation that Asian women need, I, I feel like. I, I want her to have a, a show, you know, just chaos, chaos and mayhem. And, you know, after a while, I stopped responding And I respect her for just continuing to send me these very long, detailed DMs about her dates and pictures and dick dick pics that she was getting. She was sending them to me. I don't even know how to feel about an unsolicited, forwarded dick pic. Not even like an unsolicited dick pic from a man, but sent from a woman that I do not know. But thank, thank you for all of that. That was very entertaining. Um, and you know, and now I'm sad that I stopped responding to you. And then after a few months, you stopped send- sharing those stories because they were very, very entertaining. But w- one thing I I thought listening to her stories was, and I think a lot of you know people, women or people that like tend to date straight men. I guess that's has to be women because straight men don't date. I, I maybe they do. I don't know. I think a lot of people that live in New York City, there is like, you know, that very famous um, statistic that there's like, what, 10 women for every man that lives out here. And I felt that heavily looking at hearing these stories from this sexy MILF, Asian MILF that lived somewhere in the Midwest. I was like, damn, they got some men out there. There are maybe too many men is what I was picking up from her stories. But that was that was funny. You know, where where's her podcast? I would listen to that. I want to hear her. I, I wonder where she what she's up to these days. And I and I vaguely remember she had like this really important high powered job. Like she was like an attorney or a doctor or something. And you know what? I kind of feel like the hot, extremely successful single Asian mom 
that's like fucking that fucks is probably a trope that uh, uh, that is true i feel like i feel like that's true right like don't you all if you're listening to this do you not all know like a, a sexy a rich like powerful asian woman in her 40s with like two kids that's divorced that lives in like a mansion in new jersey or something that that fucks we all know that person right and that and then like you, like I, I always imagine like if you go over to her apartment she has like the entire like dominatrix set up you know she like pulls like a cord and it just like like the, a wall opens up and there's like a cat woman suit you know that's like my that, I, I think that's that's a real thing. That's a stereotype that's true, right? I'm creating it right right now. So that that's one aspect of it. Um, okay, now that I'm done with that extremely chaotic story. Okay, so I'm going to talk about single mom dating. And I'm going to be very honest with everybody. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to give you my experience. and And I think it's important because there are things about it that I realize um, living through it. And before it happened to me, I didn't really think anything of it except for the narrative that's sort of fed to everybody abstractly through society and media, right? And I'm going to talk about how my experience differed from that severely and my emotions that I discovered after realizing that my experience was way different than what I thought or what I was told it was going to be. Um, and it's kind of like an abstract, these are like my abstract like feelings and thoughts about it. So I'm going to like, I guess I should tackle that first because it's going to confuse me, <laughs> but not really. But you know, it's just, it's so like abstract, but I think the most important thing that I want to say is this is my journey with being a single mom, having never thought that I would be one, having never really thought about be uh, that role in society and what that means for other people, and then ultimately living it and then like realizing all the stuff that I might have internalized without even knowing, right? So I guess I'll start with this whole view um, of single moms that I think most people think without even realizing because we're sort of fed it all the time. You know, there's in popular media, let's say, there's this idea that like when whenever you see this like divorced mom, it's kind of like viewed like a washed up person. And, you know, there's like this like misogynistic idea. I think that's like seems when I say it out loud seems really like archaic but I think a, a lot of people have internalized this idea that women after they are married and have children lose a lot of value right tied to these misogynistic ideas of like literally I think a lot of people feel like they have been used up um, a lot of people associate it with older age in women which they think is not as valuable as a younger woman. Um, I think there is this idea that there's a lot of baggage tied to women that are uh, that have children, and there's this idea that like they're gonna want you to take care of their children or something like that. 
And then there's this, I think, idea that people kind of not look down on, but like they they think it's bad if you are um, a man associating with somebody else's children. Like I feel like men, you know, obviously like misogynistic. I'm I'm talking about like the shitty shitty men. They they view that as like I don't know, not as masculine, something like that. There's all these like negative very like what's what's it called like ominous like omnipresent background ideas about a single mom right and i think a lot of women who are unhappy in relationships who are married and have children fear that and i've internalized that fear and that keeps a lot of women from moving on um you know, when they want to, like if they want to get divorced, they very much see it like, you know, I'm going to have to re-enter this dating world and I'm going to look like damaged goods, whereas in a man who's divorced and, you know, in his 40s or 50s is still sort of a viable partner for a lot of people. Like, I think that that idea is internalized. And I am just here to say that in my experience, that has completely not been true and I never thought that I thought that way, but I think af- after I started living it, I realized that I did I did internalize a lot of those messages because of course I did, right? Like you see it all the time, like you see it in movies and TV shows and and, you know, even like dating shows, like women will be like, well, I, I have children and so that's going to be a big blah, blah, blah. And people are like, well, that's just a red flag, blah, blah, blah. So I internalized that message. And then when I did start dating as like a single mom, it like literally never fucking ever came up or was an issue for anybody. And it like shocked me. I was like, oh, like nobody cares about this. And it was like, yeah, no, nobody gives a shit. Literally. I mean, obviously there are people that care, but like in my personal experience, it's never deterred anybody. And I think... I think the reason why I find that so important to say is, you know, what I just said. Like, I I think a lot of people fear this internalized misogynistic idea that single moms are something, something bad. When in reality, people, I think in real life, a lot less people than you imagine believe that. And also dating in this way that isn't just like single young person fresh never been married versus now when you know I'm in a very different part of my life what it made me realize was that most people most adults have like an alternate alternative lifestyle than the classic single person you know young never been married without any baggage blah 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 most adults have something you know like something happening if not children crippling uh a, a, a school debt or something right J- they've been to jail i don't know most adults are marked by life in a way and adulthood is very very long you know it's not it doesn't end when you're 25 and you get married or whatever and I think that 
was a very profound realization for me. Adults are adulting out here and there are a lot of adult situations and there's nothing to fear with that because most adults are adults. Like we get it, right? And it doesn't really stop anybody from anything. And um, again, this is my experience, but I, I know that there are probably people out there that are single moms and have found it very difficult and have found that that is like a deterrent for a lot of people that they're interested in. I don't really know why exactly. It's never really come up for anybody I've ever dated. Maybe, you know, I think maybe I have like a a filter process that's a little different. Um, also, I don't really introduce my child to anybody that I'm casually dating. Like for me to introduce my child to somebody, it would have to be very, very serious, right? So all of this shit, like my dating life and my mom life is completely separate. So so the, so the what I'm saying is like people that I'm dating who don't give a shit that I'm a mom, the reason is because they, they're never around to see that part. You know, like I, they're a part of my life when I am single, essentially, when my son isn't here. And so why would they care? It doesn't even, it doesn't even like have anything to do with our relationship. But, um, oh, what I was going to say is, so I know that there are probably people that are listening to this and like living through this and they are like, no, this has definitely affected my life and people don't like it. And I, I don't really know why my experience is so different, but also I feel like there are also a lot of women who are in my situation who realize that they were sort of buying into this big lie that people wouldn't treat them well because they're single moms. And, and then that like has created this extremely entertaining and funny, uh, like little pocket of TikToks that I've been seeing. Cause it's just like a bunch of women who are like in their forties being like, why does every every fucking 26-year-old man want to fuck me? Like, it's just like there is an endless revolving door of just 26-year-old men who are like with abs. And it's just like, I thought, I thought everyone said that nobody was going to want me when I was, when I'm 40. But it's like not true. And it's like so funny because we're all like, in the comments like the same like wh what's going on is anyone else going through this because I am you know like that kind of stuff which makes me believe that yeah it's like it's like what I said right in the beginning life is fucking long and full of horrors and 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 26 year olds who want to have sex with you and it's like most people have this like understanding that doesn't fall in this very mainstream idea of like what someone's quote unquote normal life path is. And that realization has just, has been profound for me. Um, dating as a single mom. What did I want to say? Asian. So yeah, I guess that's like my main point. The main thing that I wanted to really express the, man, there's so many different people out in the world and like none of them give a shit about anything. And, and hopefully that's like something that, um, that sticks. That's the message I wanted to give, give. Okay. Where, what am I talking about? Oh, this is how I thought of talking about this topic, by the way, I'm doing a AMA on Studio Tao's discord, which will be done by the time this airs, unfortunately. 
but I, you know, I posted on my social media. So hopefully if you wanted to ask me something, you did. But somebody asked, somebody left a question which got me thinking about this topic. And they said that they were in their 20s and they had never dated anybody before. And they were really self-conscious about it. And they said that they're really ashamed and there's like so much stigma. And I was like, well, I don't have experience with that. But the advice that I gave them was was basically what I told you in this episode. Like I had, I was like self-conscious about this thing, whatever, being a single mom. And when I put myself out there, I was like, no one gives a fuck. What the hell was I worried about? You know what I mean? And so I was like, maybe, you know, if your experience is that you're sensitive or insecure about the fact that you don't have any experience, um, it's not going to be, a big of a thing for other people than it is for you. You know, I think most of us are really hard on ourselves and we judge ourselves to an extent that most other people would never judge us, right? And I think that is an important lesson for anybody, you know, even if you're not a single mom or you don't have this experience of, you know, not having experience dating into your 20s, anything right because this has been true for my other insecurities for example you know when I first started dating again or I guess just dating in general when I my entire life unfortunately like most people I have insecurities about my body right and I would there be you know let's say I was insecure about one thing my my fucking toenails or whatever Um, I'm just saying that because I don't want to trigger anybody but like (laughs) Let's say I'm insecure about my ankles, right? (laughs) Like I would be so laser focused on making sure my quote unquote ankles were hidden or like I'd move them a certain way or make sure the person couldn't see them. And then in the end, I realized that that other person didn't even fucking notice because they live in their own brain. You know, they're not, they're seeing the world very differently than I do. And what struck me was just how, how differently people see the world. Like, you know, whatever it is that you might feel insecure about, whether it's like a physical trait or something about your life or maybe your personality, maybe you laugh weird. I don't know. The The chances that the other person is going to be as hard on you about that as you are to yourself is so minimal so minimal like they're not gonna see it in this way that's ripping and tearing you apart with fear do you know what I mean and so I think that was like a huge realization and you know there have been times in the past where you know more about this body insecurity thing where I would you know if I was dating somebody, bring up, oh my God, I'm so insecure about this. And they'd be like, I've, I never even noticed. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't even notice that. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. And, I, and then it would just like blow me away. Like, I'd be like, what do you mean you never noticed my weird ankles? You never noticed my weird freaking ankles? <laughs> and it's really helped me. Um, it's really helped me just resolve a lot of issues in myself, you know, physical or otherwise. And so I guess my advice was 
to that person that left me that question was just like get maybe get over the fear and it's maybe you'll realize it's not like as bad as it seems to you and but it also makes me sad because like obviously there probably are some horrible people out there that will feed into your insecure there are people out there that can sense you're insecure about something and then they'll like feed into that to make you feel worse that's a thing people do and I've definitely met people like that but then guess what that's weird and you should not be with that person and um even that it's like I feel like there are people out there if they sense you're insecure about your ankles right your the ankles are a catch-all for everything this week but um they'll like feel they'll see you hiding them and then they'll like point them out but even then it's not even because they think that they're weird they're like manipulating you do you know what I mean maybe your ankles are fine is the answer um but you know like if you do encounter somebody like that somebody that's like uh maybe they actually do think your ankles are gross then you don't need to be with that person. You know, there are so many other people out there that are going to be fine with your ankles. And the fact that you're a single mom and the fact that, you know, maybe you don't have experience into your 20s, like, like that person is kind of weird, right? Because, oh, and then the last thing I said when I was giving advice to this person was, I like to think about it because I'm so hard on myself. I like to think about it like that trait being a, a trait of my friend who I love and think about if you would care right like I love my friends if my friend was a single mom how would that affect my view of them absolutely in no way would that affect what I think about my friend because I love my friend right and if if you're looking to be in a relationship or date somebody that actually loves you, wouldn't you want the same courtesy that you're giving to your friend? Like, does that, does that, did I say that okay? Like, if you have a friend that you love and they have weird fucking ankles, would you give a shit? No, because you love them. And wouldn't you want the person that you're with to feel that way you know what i mean like who the fuck wants to date a loser who doesn't want to date a single mom like that is a weird person if anything i'm glad that i have that as part of my identity because then it like weeds out the weirdos that love joe rogan do you know what i mean because <laughs> those are the only people that would have an issue with that like like the the path that led me to becoming a single mom was what I dated someone uh I married someone I had sex with someone I had a baby all of those things are just things that everybody does right why would you why would you like judge somebody for that or like you know the person that reached out that never had a relationship into their 20s Ju it just so happened you know into your 20s you're still going to school you're trying to figure yourself out you're trying to like set up your life it just so happened that I didn't take time to like get into romantic relationships that could complete I could see that had like I could see that happening to me or anybody that I know you know it could have it could have happened to me 
Why would anybody think that that was something to judge somebody about? Right? That's weird. And so it's like, yeah. So I guess like the the advice that I gave, and now I'm randomly giving it to anyone who's listening, is that people aren't going to be as hard on you as you are to yourself. And number two, like, you shouldn't feel embarrassed or bad about stuff that's totally fine. Like, why would why would you, you know, feel embarrassed? And I'm saying this to myself, too. Like, why did I ever feel kind of weird about being a single mom? You know, why did I f- feel bad about my ankles? Um, and that being said, I'm in such a great place. And I weirdly, I think the reason I'm in such a confident place in my body and like in my life and who I am is because I what I did I date a lot and I got this like validation from people about stuff that I was insecure about. Like literally nobody gave a fuck. And now I'm just like, why the fuck did I give a fuck? I don't know. I just I always want to feel bad about myself for some reason. Um, so hopefully that's like helpful if you are, I don't know, worried about being a single mom or, or any other part of like something that like you think other people will judge you on when you're dating. Um, and then one last thing that I want to say, it's kind of like tied to this like abstract idea that society makes women feel scared of being a single mom. Okay. So this is the last thing I'm going to say. And I think this is a very positive note and it was a very profound realization for me. Me right now as a single mom that is, you know, financially independent, I am so fucking happy in my life i'm fucking ecstatic and i never knew that i could have this level of like freedom and independence For some reason it never occurred to me and and it's it's because i went through the entire like rigmarole of what society told me that I had to do as a woman right get married have a child and then after I did that I was like this is fucked up this is not what I want to do I feel like I got conned into this I love you know I love having a son but like I don't want to be married and I don't this isn't the life for me but I did but I did it because you told me to do it so I did it after I did it and after I figured out that it's not exactly what I wanted and it was like stuff people were telling me that I wanted, I was like, I don't need any of that anymore, which is, I think, something that is fed into women, right? Like, I think there's a lot of people that are my age that are like, oh, my God, I have to get married and have a kid because I'm in my 30s now and what am I going to do? But that whole, that whole thing was a lie you know you you don't owe anybody anything if you want to have a child and get married that's totally fine but you don't have to do that to be a full and complete human being as a woman you are a a person and i think that that part of that like misogynistic lie that is told to young women that if you don't do that you're not going to be important or whatever part of it is because they don't want you to know and end up like a single mom like me and realize how much fucking power and uh freedom you have because essentially 
right now, my social position as somebody in the dating world that doesn't want necessarily is looking for marriage and monogamy and a partner to have children with, I'm in the same place as every other like cis straight bachelor man, right? Like we're we're in the same level and they never want women to be on that level because you're going to figure out that it's a lot of fun. Like I get to do shit that I want to do and I can just date people and break up with them if I don't want if I don't like them and I can just date whoever I want and date multiple people. Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, a, I'm the bachelor. Do you know what I mean? And I get to like drink whiskey out of a crystal glass if I want to. That's, it fucking rules. <laughs> and I feel like the whole, oh, you can't date as a single mom thing. I think they're just saying that. So you get scared and you never find out how much it fucking rules. To live like, you know, to live like this. I don't even know. I don't even know. Who's a famous bachelor? Fucking Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm living Jack Nicholson's life, except I don't uh, beat sex workers to death. But I mean, that man is horrible. I'm sorry. He doesn't deserve this freedom. But, you know, now that I have it, I'm like, no wonder you were trying to sell me this lie. You didn't want me to come out here and figure out that all of you or having the time of your fucking lives out here on these streets. But guess what? I'm here now too. So um, so those were my thoughts of being a single mom. Um, I did, you know, want to end on that semi-positive. I, I, I don't know why I brought up Jack Nicholson's violent past. But um, I guess, again, my very specific experience, and I'm, so, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sure that there are people that have negative experiences with it. But it's, you know, my, I think my motto is like, if, if the people around you are sucky, maybe just find better people. Do you know what I mean? Like, there, there are better people out there. There are people that don't give a shit that are going to respect you for who you are. And that's who you want to be around anyway, right? okay so that was it that was my thoughts on being a single asian mom shout out to that woman dming me her sex capades if you're listening to this right now bitch please keep me updated i need to know what's going on i think it's been like two or three years at least two years since you dm me and i want to know what's happening what's happening with all those uh, uh ripped guys with abs you had over thank you for listening um, oh, by the way, if you want to suggest a topic for me to talk about, you can donate to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Harry Butthole. But if you don't want to donate or subscribe, you can just leave a comment on the Instagram and I will get to your topic. The Instagram is Harry Butthole Podcast. And I'll see you next Friday. Oh, wait, my social media is why? Who cares? It's YM Mayor or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. See you Friday. Bye.